It's Rob and Helen. State night podcast with Annie Ronnie. Aren't they going to get that twice? Uh, yes, they will do. But it's it's all fun. How Thank you. Ta- how many times can a listener listen to? Thousands, Helen. Really? Thousands, Helen. Really? Yes. Well, this is they're getting, but this is bonus content. You're now receiving being poured directly into your ear holes uh, just ahead of the episode just to let you know um, if you want to become a patron of the podcast and um, uh, on uh, on Patreon P-A-T-R-E-O-N Patreon.com forward slash Rob Rouse you will get the very latest date night podcast every week plopping into your box and Monday to Friday um, a sketch uh, there's our full comedy special up there. Basically, I post every single Monday to Friday on Patreon.com, and you can join from as little as a quid, which is the price of a bag of crisps, isn't it, Ellen? You don't need me here, Rob. I do you? need you here. I need you like just chipping in, like a radio DJ wingman, wingwoman kind of thing, going, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, that's a great factoid, that kind of thing. That's what I'm after. And you just chip in and go, hey, uh, factoid for you, Rob. Worms have got no words for spaghetti. <laughs> Another one of those tomorrow. That kind of thing. That's what I'm after. Uh, I, well, I can't bring that. Well, how would you advise people to join my Patreon then? How would I advise? I'd, How would you advise them? I've had one beer. What dress up in How a fancy hat and then, them? and then go online and do it? Or? Yeah, maybe. Like, How, yeah, yeah. How I would don't, you convince How? them? Yes. Eagerly. Eagerly. I, well, I don't know what you mean by how. how oh, how would I convince... Yeah, yeah, yeah t- not me. <laughs> not, no, no, I thought you meant you have, how yeah. How do you want them to do it? No, I just like, want you to eagerly. help me sell this. Okay, okay, okay. Rather than essentially put the bloody handbrake on the sales page. No, I wasn't putting the handbrake yeah. on the sales page. I allowed you to talk non-stop and said you don't need me. You're the one that then... I do need you because it's better coming me. from you than it is directly from me. Well, you should have let me sell. bloody say it. Well, do it then. You're the one going on about it. Let's not let this turn into a row. <laughs> um, yeah, all yeah, all you need to do is just go online and have a little look. And even I think, even the things that uh, is we he we wrote that show you what you can get per tier because there's different tiers on Patreon. Yeah, you can pay a pound a month, or you can pay like three pound a month, or you can pay five. You can pay whatever you want, but there's different tiers. But crucially, to give you an you idea, pay, you get everything. Yeah, you yeah. get everything, but you might get a little bonus if you pay a bit more. Well, like a massive shout out, like Madeline Rogers out. gets on this yeah, podcast. We absolutely give her a proper. You get a shout Madeline out, Rogering. or you get other stuff. Anyway, but even the descriptions of the tiers. We'll have you in stitches. Well, it's worth the entrance price alone. You it's don't even need to pay a... the price. You don't even need to pay the price to read the entrance. Yeah, you can have a look. And then, and then make your mind up. Yeah. And, then, and then, yeah, you can... I mean, you can give me more than a pound. A quid. One month. If we don't yeah. make you laugh, you can bugger off. Let's face it. And while this and you national... Can, you can, it's yeah. just one pound. Yeah. Uh, in your life. Yeah. And then you can go, God, those two witless twats. I don't want to pay them another pound. Yeah. And then you can go away. And that's fine. And we'll say, fine. Each to their own. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Live your life. You yeah. Don't... Yeah. Well, and we you wish do you. We wish you. We both. Do you. Yeah. We wish you well. We wish you well. Great advert. Here's the podcast. When the shit goes down, I won't give up. 
and I know I'll have I have problems. <laughs> I'm shot through with with insecurities and mess, but I I I feel very lucky. I've got something inside me that knows I'll keep keep uh, going. I don't know where it comes from. I feel very lucky to have it, but I know that. Uh, all I'm thinking about is the amount of beer you've drunk this uh, lockdown on. Well, I didn't <laughs> give up. I'm imagining. <laughs> <laughs> you really didn't give up on the old beer. What are you doing? It's a Robin Helen date night podcast. Uh, I'm not uh, this is a theme too. Boom. What are those noises? Mm. Come on. Ah. We drop the kids to school at nine and pick them up at three. How many times? It's 3.15. Spend the day together doing some uh, activity. <laughs> What's that? And then we're going to make oh, sweet love. Yeah. Uh. My mum might listen to this. I know, Helen, that you don't like my R&B songs. I know you don't like them. You've made that. Yes, we are recording, and this is all evidence that I will be handing um, to uh, my my solicitors. <clears throat> so here we are. Uh, let's start properly. <laughs> How about we say hello and who we I are? I just want to finish that conversation. I'm just saying that the, your vocoding R&B tracks... Very popular. ...are very great. Very popular. And I think you should widen your genres and styles. And I hope for our patrons out there... Sorry, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just moving the recorder a little bit away from your face because your voice is quite harsh. <laughs> this is what he does. This is what... See, this is... There's a whole world of research and historical evidence about men talking about how women speak to sh- silences. I love all women's voices. Ah, except for mine. No, just your, yours. What are the top three words that you use to describe my voice? Um, well, harsh. It, well, no, that's, Helen, Helen, that's not your shrill. Just, no, 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 I never say shrill. Right, don't start making things up. You do. Greater. No, no, I, I don't say that about your talking voice. I say that only about your singing voice. <laughs> only that you, because you have a very loud singing voice. Yeah. And I know I very diplomatically say, and it's and it really cuts through. That's what I say about your singing voice. But I'm, but I'm, but I'm, I'm very proud of you because uh, welcome to Date Night Podcast. This is Rob. And this is Helen. And this is Helen. Um, oh, sorry, I should go. And this is Helen. That's what Maggie Thatcher had to do, isn't it? She had to lower her voice. Yes. Shall I do the rest of the podcast like this? Yes. Do you think that'll be easier on? No, do it a little bit higher. <laughs> oh, have you seen that clip of? Um, it's brilliant of the lady who's like from university. She's like a, uh, a I think a geneticist and evolutionary uh, uh, professor, and it's like an old horizon where they find a Neanderthal a bone from the throat, and they try it. She tries to with with the help of an actor which is brilliant, what Neanderthals would have sounded like. You're going to love this. So this is the kind of jobs that out-of-work actors have to do. And Patsy Rodenberg has just been given the newly created vocal tracks. The lady's holding them, just a visual. Oh, goodness, that's, um, that's very interesting. This is a human. This is a human throat. This is a Neanderthal, and it's very squat. Probably the voice would be higher. So, Elliot... Let's try male human voice, count over three. One, two, three. Just pitch up your voice. 
One, two, three. Now, we might have an idea that a, a macho sound is low, but that might be very useful, but it gets even more complex. As well as his vocal tract, our Neanderthal's strange shape would also have affected his voice. His deep rib cage, a large and heavy skull, and most of all, a huge nasal cavity. Let's just add a bit of nasal now. Oh, One, two, three. Now, the other thing that would be happening, which would actually increase that quality, is a very heavy skull that seems to pull down into the throat there. Now, add to that the fact that they had a fantastic chest, which is a support system of breath, which can produce enormous chest resonance and tremendous power. So I imagine that they wouldn't have subtle sounds. It would be loud, very loud, or very, very loud. And we can try and get that by... Go. I'm now going to engage Elliot by pushing to me. This is actually getting him right into his body. Now, speak. <laughs> now let's make a sound. Just let's make a huge R. <laughs> and again. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? He loved doing that. Didn't he, he did, yeah. Well, and I should point out, she was from the uh, Guildhall School of Speech and Drama. Yeah, well, he was a student <laughs> there. So yeah, and that's very much what your singing voice is like. Have you heard me singing Rage Against the Machine? Yeah, but no, that, that's where I see. It. That's your wheelhouse. Your wheelhouse is aggressive, <laughs> polemic, and I've had, I've been paid to sing on stage. You have. Thank you very much. Yeah, and you've been. Paid. I've been a professional singer. Have you? When was that? What was I, Cinderella? When I was Cinderella. Cinderella, I had to sing a song every night. Yes, absolutely. Moonlight, moon, <laughs> bright new moon, seen tonight. You fucking bastard! I wish I may, I wish I might have the dream I dreamed tonight. Paid. Why paid. do you always say you're at the end of the line? <laughs> paid to sing that. You were paid. And I had to audition and sing that song in the audition. They must have not had many. <laughs> you know, no, you're quite right. No, but, no, I, I take it all back. You were paid to sing that and people paid to listen to it. They did. They did, didn't they? Did. they? And you know one little girl? Yeah. One little girl came up to me afterwards and said, you're the best singer I've ever heard. Oh, <laughs> I remember that little girl. She had those little classic <laughs> attachments on her ears. <laughs> anyway, it's Date Night Podcast, and this is the podcast where me and my lovely wife, Helen Mutter, get along swimmingly. Um, oh, oh, but before we do anything, I, I, there's another thing. I'm very proud of you because um, Helen is sitting in front of me here, and you've just been on a run. Yeah, you, I've been on a run after doing yoga, and then I've just had a um, smoothie. There we go. So I hope you're feeling uh, uh, that heaven's a lot better than you are, dear listeners. That's after 12 weeks of eating an excessive amount of butter, sugar and carbs. And if it makes you feel any better, in balance to Helen, uh, so the universe doesn't flip on its axis, I'm wearing disgusting tractive trousers, covered in uh, paint. And plaster. I've got my slippers on. Yeah, no crocs. Um, the crocs are now covered. The crocs are now chicken crocs, aren't they? They're chicken crocs. Uh, I, uh, I I stayed up a bit too late last night. Got a little bit drunk. Came to bed, so I'm not properly rested. Uh, I'm not showered. 
Um, I've had a coffee and a difficult boo. So there we go. So a little bit of balance there. And I did pro- oh, I did promise Marcy that um, in well, not in not literally, it wasn't a verbal contract, but in my head, one of our dear patrons, Marcy, that I would try and keep the podcast out of the toilet. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I'm just That's briefly. I'm just briefly, himself. briefly dipped into the toilet there. Sorry, Marcy, and I, I'm now getting out of the toilet, but I have got some toilet on. <laughs> But no, I'm, I'm, I wanted to celebrate the fact that you've been doing some exercise because I, 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 I will never knock anyone when, the, when they're out there trying to get healthy. I think it's a great thing to see. I'm always really moved because I drive a lot usually when we're not in lockdown and often I see people jogging by the side of the road and I sometimes get really moved. Sometimes, you know I say I don't cry much in life. Mm. Sometimes I cry, uh, I'm moved if I see someone jogging along the side of the road who is really, really struggling, like someone who's clearly at that point really unfit. Oh, my God, have you ever seen one of those marathon things where they're falling over in the car? Oh, the God, I, I can't oh make... Oh, my God. <laughs> they are oh God. awful, those but, videos. I never really cried that. I have on my own. You felt emotion. I felt Didn't the feeling, right? yeah. Here's the difference. I felt the feelings the in my eyes and in my neck. He feels the feelings, but and then he lies and says that he cries. Feelings in my cry. eyes and in my neck. He just felt... Slight emotion. Yeah, well, and I wrote it down. I felt emotion there. And I'll write that down. I'll write that down. But I do, I do. I, I, get, I get emotional when I see people people trying. I think it's a lovely thing. Uh, I feel very emotional about you because you've been, you've been trying. And if I'd have seen you running along the side of the road with a big red face, all sweaty, I would, I would, have, I would have beat my horn and said... Go on, love. Oh, that wouldn't have made That's window. not going to make a runner feel any better. <laughs> yeah, Don't well, do that. I'm being a tit. <laughs> it's time for your shout out. This is the place where we make a great big shout out to our generous patrons. Oh, yeah, baby. Now we look. You're going to get an official fanfare because my trumpet's right here. This podcast is completely dedicated and sponsored by and to. <laughs> Madeline Rogers! Madeline Rogers, the Roginator, the Rogmeister General. Unit, the erogenous zone. No, sorry, the rog, rog, roginator, roger the dodger, roger the corsi, and lucky bear, the Olympic athlete, Roger Black, I was going to say, uh, who comes on the floor in MasterChef, Roger Kamuka, Roger Cookson, Roger D, Roger Roger, 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 Roger. Hello, Madeline. And I know I know you a little bit. You have the strength to hold yourself while those around you fall. You are very much alive. And the press never held you quite right because you are flawless in every aspect of yourself. Thank you, Madeline. And on this podcast, not express any wind. Always knowing when to stop something when I push 
it too far. Oh my god, you said my voice cut through. That, was that is not a voice that that's going to earn any money. <laughs> Madly Roger, the Rogmeister General. Come on, Madly Moo Moo. Madly Moo Moo McRogerson. The Mad Dog. Yes. Ma- um, uh... M people. Oh, M people. You don't have to be <laughs> mad to work here, but it helps. <laughs> We've got a few more in <laughs> Manchester. Raymond Manchester. Magic. Magic Madeline. Oh! Oh, yeah. I should get the Madeline Rogers. No. Come on, let's move on. Okay. Yeah, we don't need you getting your pink trombone out, which is not a euphemism. Right. She has a pink so, trombone. what are we doing today, Rob? Today, well, it's your idea, Helen. We are doing... It's my, every week's my idea. When did you last come up with an idea for a podcast? Uh, uh, this thing. What? I take it back. I can <laughs> always come up with the idea. Helen, in her infinite... I'm wisdom, an ideas factory. You're an ideas factory, aren't pumping you? Pumping them out. Oh, absolutely pumping out the ideas. Frozen. Personality survey. Personality test. Uh, which will. A bit ass- like what you used to do in More magazine. Yeah. But slightly expanded, and they make out like it's more scientific, but I'm not sure that it actually. And what's it? What's it it's called? called? An enneagram, Rob. An enneagram. An enneagram test, and it gives you what you are one of nine personality trait um, people. And it tells you which of those nine types you are most like. And at the end of this, we'll find out whether we are even suited to each other. Is that what correct? What is... Here we go. You've got it up here. What is the Enneagram? The, no, yeah, oh. don't worry. You, you mentioned that later in the podcast. Oh, do I? All right. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So we're going to answer, fill in questions on our various personalities and work out whether we should be together at the end of this. No, it's not about whether we should be together. It's about self-discovery. Or self-destruction. Anyway, you can't leave me. I'm the one, only one who earns money. No, that's right. And I genuinely, we, we, we've, uh, you know, we, we laugh about it, don't we? We say it in, in uh, <laughs> jocular manners, but we couldn't afford to get divorced even if we wanted to. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's prohibitively expensive to be with all the legal fees. So what we've done... And then having to sell the house and then get a... Let's get two different abodes. So what we've done is to move back in with my parents. Is he's converting his garage so he can just live in here. Can't afford to get divorced. Anyway. Brilliant. Well, so we're going to do this personality survey and uh, let's start answering some questions. Let's take a survey. Okay, so we've done a couple of pages. We're going to pick a few key questions, Helen says. So go on. All right, so what did you answer, Rob, for I'm concerned about security more than anything else? I'm concerned about security more than anything else. I put inaccurate. What? Fully inaccurate? 
fully inaccurate. Because well, in terms of, I'm concerned about security more than anything else. Can you just tell the dear listeners what you do when you go to a hotel? This is what you said to me. When I go to a hotel? Yeah. Go on, yeah, I've forgotten all of this. Well, you told me that when yeah. you go to a hotel, <laughs> you um, check the layout, you do a scan of all possible routes in and out of the said hotel. Yeah. And you you know where all of the doors and windows are. Right. You know where the fire things are. You know where all of the safety things are. Well, no, I always, I, always, I make it... Uh, I don't... When I go to... When, I don't really stay in hotels very much at the moment, but when I used to stay in them a lot, I'd always kind of think... I'd always remind... Me, I'd think, where's the... <laughs> I'd look at the fire escape plan, but not, not you like... You literally uh, look who looks at the fire escape plan! <laughs> Certainly not somebody who puts inaccurate to that question. No, you no, look but I'm not... at the fire escape what, what, plan. I thought security meant like... I didn't even was a fire escape plan. But that's not security, is it? That's just common Looking sense. Looking at a fire escape plan is that's... not security. Helen, that's just common sense. Who I'm about to use you? a word that I don't use very often. You idiot. That's just common sense, isn't it's it? Not, I've never looked. I didn't even know there was a fire escape plan. Yeah, but, OK. I am concerned about security more than anything else. When you walk into a hotel, you are. Yeah, well, but, but not in my life. Um, how many times do you check the doors locked? I always check a couple of times. Because <laughs> I'm forgetful. <laughs> but... The, it, but no, but I'm not concerned about... What do we call you? What's your nickname amongst our friends? The, uh, when they come round? The jailer. The jailer, because he jailer. locks us all in. I lock doors. Sorry, Ron. He locks us tail. all in. Thanks for not biting me. And even our mates, <clears> this is something that he wouldn't be proud of and he wouldn't generally share. They call me the jailer. But even our mates have said, why are you locking the door, Rob? And he's like, oh, just in case. Yeah, but sometimes I'm not like that. At the moment, the doors are open. So fuck you. That's only because we're in this room. Hey, good. It's a good job this isn't turning into an argument. Right, what's your second I one? I can't actually do this if you're going to put inaccurate to that question. What's your second one? You can't put inaccurate. I can put what I want. Oh, my God. Yeah, but you're putting things. This is what you do. Oh, oh is it? You're putting Hang things on. about the kind of person you want to be Hang on. Hang rather on. than the kind of person you actually are. Well, what was it you said to me earlier when I was stacking the dishwasher making too much noise? You turned to me and you I said... I said, treat it like a lady. Treat it like... Right, I'm just walking over to the dishwasher, Helen. I'm opening the dishwasher. I don't know what you want from me! Big Night Podcast, let's... Let's take a survey. Right. I think this would be better if you filled in yours for you and I filled in yours for you and we saw which one was most accurate. I think you're... Just, just move on to another question that's okay. not quite so inflammatory. I what was know. your second choice? Oh, no, this is even more inflammatory. Go on, then. Yeah, go for it. I always finish my chores. Uh, I put inaccurate. Good, good. <laughs> there we go. Thank God. See, I'm not completely full of bullshit. Right, How let's... about I don't fit in with ordinary people? I put accurate. Really, did you? Yeah, because um, as I know from reading your blogs that you put on the, my Patreon side, I always pretend to fart in lifts and I'm noisy and I'm, I blare. Okay. So I, I'm assuming right. that you'll you give me that there's one. There's some... So accurate self-reflection going on. The security question, I'm, I'm not going to forget that. OK. OK, I'll ask you, do you seek excitement? Uh, I've put one-off accurate. One-off accurate. Do you like to analyse things from every angle? No, I've put one-off inaccurate. Yeah, except, obviously, what, me. No, I've put that I feel very deeply about things and, I, um, and stuff like that, but anal- I'm not analytical. 
I don't analyse everything. That's a bit more like mathematical, isn't it? And that's not me. Like I'll I'll talk deeply about something for ages, but analysing everything. You certainly overanalyzed my throwaway gag about talking shouting at the dishwasher. No, that wasn't analysing though. That wasn't overanalyzing. You picked it apart and you could, and the and the joke died. Well, no, you've got to be careful what you joke about. My dishwashers. I avoid situations that bring up negative feelings. Neither of us avoid in this baby, are we? No. All right, let's move but on. But in real life, I do. Let's move on. Whew, I'll press pause. Yeah. Ooh, find out whether we should stay together. All right, we've nearly completed the survey. Let's just have another look at a couple of questions. All right, I'm going to ask you, Helen. Mm. I take steps to ensure I don't feel sad or lonely. What did you put? I put one off for inaccurate. I don't take steps, really, to ensure that I don't feel sad or lonely. Do you not? I don't take steps to ensure it. Like, I'm not scared of feeling sad or lonely. Sometimes I do feel lonely. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not taking steps. If I feel lonely, I'll do something about it, but I don't, like, try and avoid it. Okay. What do you... Why? What do I, you put, I put accurate for me. Well, really? just one off accurate. I take steps to be sure I don't feel sad or lonely because if I feel sad, I try and make do stuff to stop myself getting more sad. I thought that's yeah, what it well meant. Yeah, well, I wouldn't. Well, that's it. It, it means different things to different people. Means, yeah, I don't sit in sadness. Is that going to be the problem with one of these surveys? Is well, that maybe. They yeah. mean different things to different people. I'm an upbeat person. I put accurate for me. I put accurate as well. I think we're both upbeat. I am usually the one to take a stand when others won't. What did you put? I put neutral. Put neutral. I put one above neutral. I wish I was. I wish that was accurate for me, but I can't really remember many times when I've took a stand when other people haven't. Do you know what I mean? Just speaking out in like, like if you if you're doing like um, you know, like a speed awareness test, does that count? No, speaking out saying what? You know, just ask, asking lots of questions. No, that's I might have misinterpreted the question. Right, what did you put? <laughs> no, I put. Uh, what did I put? I didn't put. Um, Neutral, I put one above neutral, but not yeah. not the top answer. How about I feel I never truly belong in social groups? I mean, everyone thinks that at times, don't they? What did you put? What did I put? How far is that from the bottom? It's I can't remember near it. Near the top. Near the top. Number three. Oh, I never truly... Be- I put neutral. Did you? Yes, I did, because um, I do feel I can get on well in social groups... Um, but sometimes we all feel like that because that's a normal thing to feel, isn't it? Sometimes everyone feels like they don't belong. Like because every everyone, especially you know, like in the modern world, everyone makes out like they're a geek or an outsider, and we're not. Loads of people aren't. They just, they just. Uh, th- I think a lot of people put that coat on. Hey, I'm so on the outside of everything when they're not, and everyone feels like that. Even the guy who's like the captain of the sports team. <laughs> He feels on the outside of things sometimes. I've seen Dawson's Creek. I know how these things work. What about I have a great deal of willpower? I've put, I have got a great deal of willpower. I think I have. I, I firmly believe that uh, in, when, when, when the shit goes down, I won't give up. And I know I'll have, I have problems. <laughs> I'm shot through with, with insecurities and mess. But I, I, I feel very lucky. I've got something inside me that knows I'll keep, keep uh, going. I don't know where it comes from. I feel very lucky to have it, but I know that. Uh, all I'm thinking about is the amount of beer you've drunk this uh, lockdown, Rob. Well, I didn't <laughs> That's give all up. I'm imagining. 
<laughs> you really didn't give up on the old beer. No, you well... the willpower to persevere and see your low-level alcoholism through. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. I, I get it all <laughs> drunk. So some people were giving up, though, and they got, oh, they Christ, there's no way I could finish, finish that crate of beer that you got for doing that quiz. <laughs> But I did. I got it all drunk, didn't I? You got it. You got through it all. I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to understand that, that doing this entire survey is just finding ways in which you can roast me. Well, you know, that's all. <laughs> that's all right. So we press the right. button and get so our results. Press the button. Press the button. Let's get our results. No, it's going to say you've got to pay twenty-five pounds. Apparently, you get a basic. Ah. Uh, uh, should we say? Should we tell the listeners what it's meant to do? So, what is the enneagram? The Enneagram is a personality system that aims to reveal how emotions drive our lives oh. and how we engage with others in an effort to get what we want and need. The Enneagram defines nine personality types, each with its own set of strengths, weaknesses, and opportunities for personal growth. Okay. Okay. Right, so it says, which one are you? Oh, I don't know. How do you know? Your Enneagram oh, scores. My primary set type is... What are you? Seven. I'm a seven. No way. Shit way. Well, that's I am. you lied throughout. No. Because <laughs> you want to be cool like me. And what's a set of seven? 98% match. It's 98% match. Type you. seven is described as the enthusiast. I think that's fair for me. Where are you getting that? Just scroll down. Oh. Sevens want to have as much fun and adventure as possible and are easily bored. Oh. Is that true for me? Yes. Yeah? That is true for you. Is that true for me? Oh, it tells you what percentage match you are to... The other ones. To each one, doesn't it? Oh, God. And I'm also a 90% match of a two. And a two is described as the giver. Twos want to be liked and find ways that they can be helpful to others so they can be loved and belong. Yeah, don't cry. I'm a a 97% match to a four. And a four... Impulsive, rude (laughs) and simple. A four is known as the individualist. Fours want to be unique and live life authentically and are highly attuned to their emotional experience. I'm 84% match to a four, Helen. Yeah, 84 is nothing. Which one are you the lowest matched lowest. to? I'm lowest matched to a six. Me too. Oh, my God. The sceptics and... Oh, my God. Oh, my oh, God. That's, this, is because, <laughs> this is because of your lying. <laughs> Look, the six. Type six is also known as a sceptic. Six is a preoccupied with security. Seek safety. Only in hotels. I like to be prepared for problems. You are a six. How am I prepared for problems? Because you've looked at... The fire map. Yeah, but just that problem. The reason, the reason I look at fire escape... Right, and you tell lock you, all the doors. I'll tell you why I, look, I, I, I check the fire escapes in a hotel, because I'd generally be in city centres doing gigs, and I'd say, oh, one out of every three nights, you end up at four in the morning wearing your fucking pyjamas in the car park because some prick set off the smoke alarms. And also, I always ask for uh, a floor... Below uh, six or below, if possible, Why? because that's how far the uh, fire engines ladders can reach on average. Oh my god, the fact that you know that, Rob, you are so a six. That just means I stayed in a lot of <laughs> hotels. No, but that is so a six. 
just in hotels. Just in hotels, because you're bringing the randomness no. of people on the piss. In your own home, you lock all the doors repeatedly. No, I don't. You do. Just, you do. We call you what? The jailer. The jailer. The jailer. The jailer. <laughs> the jailer. I think I've You're changed. I've six. changed. Also, I'm a 73% match for number five, the investigator. Five, seek understanding and knowledge and are more comfortable with data than people. Uh, what, how much of a match on that are you? Uh, 73%. I'm 85 on that. Yeah. Hey, I'm not interested in data at all. I'm also an 81% match of a number nine. Yeah, I'm 86%. The peacemaker. But I always say sorry first. It's really raining. That's really raining, isn't it? Nines like to keep a low profile and let people around them set the agenda. That's me to a T, isn't it? I tend to keep a lot. I'm on the really low down. No, really I am always on the low down. Let no, other people. You would never know you were there. Let other people set the agenda. Just actually on on the subject of letting other people set the agenda, I think I think if you'd have let me maybe plan this podcast out a bit more beforehand, it would have been a bit smoother. Optimism. Yeah. There's optimism scores. I'm a 19 out of 20. Oh. I'm a 19 out of 20. Oh, oh my God! God. We are perfect. Twins, isn't it? <laughs> perfect and together. We're just going to start finishing each other's stilts. <laughs> oh my goodness, Ray. Hey, let's. Let, this is the final test. Should we uh, both press unlock my report and see whether we can be asked for how much it costs? Well, I don't even know whether we'd read it all, Rob. I I'm would. Not, I'm not even reading it all now. Like, there's loads I've not even read. I'll, I'll read as much as you can. It says, in a nutshell, uh, our type sevens are defined by their desire to experience everything good and pleasurable that the world has to offer, while avoiding pain, boredom and limitations. Although sevens appear enthusiastic and fun-loving, deep down they have a fear of getting stuck in negative emotions. Thus, they tend to disconnect from their deeper feelings instead focusing on their imagination and zest for life to keep them moving forward and gathering new pleasurable experiences. Sevens aim to fill every minute with an activity. They approach life as an endless roller coaster of fun, joyous experiences, and if not fun, at least not sad, bored, anxious, depressed or painful. That's not true for me. <laughs> as anyone who knows me all will know that every now and then the black dog comes scratching at the door and he, God damn it, he's hungry. To be honest, sevens sound like, we sound like a pair of absolute wankers. But this is true, like, sevens would not want to hang around with us really for that long. Like, five minutes, we'd be quite fun, and then we'd be annoying. That's what it sounds like. Sevens use their charm, enthusiasm, imagination, and positive attitude to get as much enjoyment out as possible out of every moment of life. Ideally, a seven aspires to ride a continuous high, avoiding no, the drearier me. aspects of reality. That's not true for me. I'm much more middle road than that. Now, should we see how much it is to unlock the report? To get the full report. I know, I don't believe let's, it. Let's I'm click not on it. My full report. I'm going to click on it, see how much it is. It's $19. So I think we can both say. Screw that. Fuck that. <laughs> We've had our free fun. I'm not giving it. Just, I mean, that would. Whoa! Lightning! Lightning! Sorry, Bill. The small dog was just looking at us with evil eyes then, like, can you just let me sleep? Oh, it's close. Yeah. The lightning and the thunder were together, Wrong then that means it's still close, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
Should we count? What is it after the thunder stops? One. No, you, you count from the lightning to the thunder. Oh. Ram, don't go out there. You'll be terrified. This is exciting, isn't it? Run. Alive, alive. Live thunderstorm. <laughs> Just after we've decided we might be perfect for each other, the heavens open. Well, that it... was amazing, wasn't it? That was really like true love, wasn't that it? That was incredible. Even though you lied all the way through it. Yeah, even though I lied, but maybe that's because I'm a people pleaser. Maybe that's because you're a people pleaser <laughs> and you wanted the best possible podcast, didn't you? Yeah. And it wouldn't have been a perfect podcast, would it, if it said you were a bit depressed? No. <laughs> no. People, people don't want to hear that on a comedy podcast. Just shove that down. Shove that right down! <laughs> Oh, just, just have a heart attack later in life. <laughs> well, right. that was interesting. That was interesting, wasn't it? That was very what interesting. Think? Was that a good one? I did try to source some rollerblades, um, dear listeners. Um, I've sourced some rollerblades for me, so yeah. I've got some size fours, but it appears that size 12 men's rollerblades are really hard to get hold of. <laughs> I went on eBay... And um, they were really expensive. Were they? Yeah. And then I thought you might have an issue with other people's feet. I've been painting them. Sweaty feet. I mean, because they get pretty sweaty, don't they? And they're, like, plasticky. I mean... You know, I don't... I don't yeah, I don't want to wear old roller boots. <laughs> it's only like when we go ice skating, though. I know. Ugh. I always feel a bit sick when I do that. But, yeah, I had a dream about some smelly rollerblades. Did you? Yeah. Um, and... I thought it would... But it'd be really fun, though. Right, so, listeners, we need your help. Sorry, Rob just pointed at me like I had to be quiet for the thunder. Um, we need your help to come up with ideas of what things you want us to do. Obviously, it's limited in lockdown, because, you know, we'd add second bowling and laser questing and stuff like that for our dates, but we can't anymore. You really know it's a wow guy, don't I you? I know, I know. But can't, we can't anymore, so lockdown... Hey, you also know how to wow a guy and give him an editing nightmare. <laughs> laser quest, that'd be easy to edit, wouldn't it? Bowling, easy to edit. <laughs> Emailing, where do they email to? Because some people have been trying to email us with pictures, well, no, bum I, pics, our, and they say it's not It's very wrong. simple. Our patrons can just send us messages in, in reply to the podcast, yeah, can't they? And we'll read them all. Oh, it's the pictures that didn't get through. Somebody the said pictures. that they've been sending bum pics. Right, yes, that's right. I, I will be remembering my passcode to podcast at robrouse.com. I'm unlocking it now, so you can send me anything to podcast really? at robrouse.com. I, I wouldn't trust him, Dylan. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. He's not got and a good the, track record second, remembering passwords. I'm actually starting to sort it out now as we speak. I'm taking care of it right Cut now. Cut to him swearing, saying, they've locked me out. I'm putting the right thing in. It's them. And, and, <laughs> How gonna, many times? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plaster it around the bottom of that radiator. Yeah, in about so six months. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it by Trin's carpet. How many times do you get locked out of your... Online banking. Oh, I'd say about one every in every time three you times go you use it. <laughs> it's so bad, and you get so angry, like it's everybody else's fault. But every aspect of modern life that involves passwords and the internet gets on my fucking. You've tits. got a terrible system of. Passwords. It's, well, it's awful, isn't it? They make no sense. You've got to make ones that make se- a bit more sense. Yeah, but yours. Any anyone with a working knowledge? <laughs> no. If you could find their way in. No, they couldn't. No, they couldn't. Don't try and tell them. <laughs> yeah. See if you can break into Helen's <laughs> internet banking by next week. Speak to you then! <laughs> right. 
He runs trying to scratch at the door so he can get upstairs and, and, and start chewing the carpet. He tries chewing holes in the dig carpet. Dig his way out, doesn't he? When yeah. he goes, it's weird, isn't it? He goes upstairs and then tries to dig down yeah. into the house. It makes no sense. I'm gonna let you out, right. mate. No, goodbye, listeners. Speak to you next week. See listeners. you next week. Bye. Off, stay, stay cool, stay sexy, and uh, thank you very much to Madeline Rogers. <laughs> So just a quick reminder, uh, join us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Rob Rouse. Monday to Friday, you get funny stuff, funny, I was going to say funny shit, funny shizzle sent straight to you, to your email every day, so you don't have to troll through social media looking for a laugh, you get it from as little as a pound a month. Yeah, I did say shit. I just wanted to say it make out like the stuff was shit because the shit's great. It's great shit. It's good shit. <laughs> it's not shit shit. It's good shit. Fine. Carry on.